I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I am your host for today's episode, episode number 49, which, of course, is one episode away from 50. I think that's how it works. I think I think that's your basic maths. Um, so next week is going to be our half century and uh, definitely tune in for that because uh, we have a, a little bit of fun with it, something slightly different. Same format, same sort of length, but um, yeah. Just tune in. I'm terrible at teasing stuff. This week is going to be uh, your usual. We're going to be talking to a podcast about their show. We're going to be talking to two others, uh, recommending podcasts they love. Um, Last week, we had The Receipts as our main guests, which was an absolute joy. Uh, The three women, uh, Elena, Tolly and Audrey, are uh, people who we've wanted to get on the pod bible podcast and indeed just involved in pod bible for a little while now uh well a long while in fact but they're just so busy and have just been growing in popularity over the last year or so that it's been tough to nail them down is that a silver lining of the pandemic hmm i wouldn't i wouldn't want to say but uh it was it was great to to have them on the pod bible podcast we also had nihal arthanaika from the penguin podcast and we had uh, Sam Souls from Chew the Chat, and they both recommended two very interesting podcasts that they listen to regularly. So go and have a listen to that if you haven't already. This week, we're going to kick things off with a podcast that it it's an interesting one. This, I mean, it, it, we're really chuffed to have them involved and have them as as the main guests for this episode. But the way that this has come about is quite interesting and quite different because I'm sure a lot of you who follow us on social media will know that occasionally we put out. Um, messages or questions asking things like what's your favorite podcast to listen to if you're having a bad day or what podcast do you listen to uh, when you are doing exercise or things like that more often than not you know we get a nice range of responses but we always get loads of people replying and saying cheap show honestly their listeners are fanatics and i mean that in the nicest possible way um, it's almost like they've got a little cult there um, who support the the show through absolutely everything and it's amazing to see um, and it just got to the stage where they just couldn't be ignored anymore um, and uh, we thought let's have a chat and find out all about this podcast that is clearly so popular and has such a uh, an, an amazing and loyal fan base um, so that's what we're going to do now we're going to hear all about cheap show Okay, please tell me all about your podcast. So Cheap Show is an interesting beast. It is a fundamentally, it's what we call the economy comedy podcast, where we look for bargains and delights and surprises in charity shops, and bargain bins and pound lands and all kinds of thrift stores all over the world. And we bring it to our show and we look for things that might surprise us. That's fundamentally what it's about. What it's actually about is two guys in their 40s having a midlife crisis. Um, <laughs> and it's more sitcom elements from just our interactions. So it's a weird show. It's, it's almost as if it's a, it's a show about two guys trying to do a professional podcast, but do not have the... Um, mental wherewithal to actually do one so i think that's it in a nutshell wonderful well i'm I'm fascinated to know how the concept and uh and the the format was 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 formed for this 
Oh, God, it's a long story. I used to do stand-up. I wasn't very good at stand-up, so I decided to do podcasting because I did, like, radio. So me and my co-host, Eli Silverman, who I do Cheap Show with, we just thought, because it was about five years ago, we just thought, well, we're not doing stand-up. Let's do something comedy of our own. Mm-hmm. So we started out doing a live show because I was too obsessed with Kevin Smith's podcast. I loved the way he did things like Hollywood Babylon. I liked the live element. Yeah. But because you're two stand-ups who don't have an audience doing a show, a podcast live recording in a Camden comedy club and only six people turn up it's hard to get that energy so we didn't have a format for the longest time until we started realizing that our live shows were featuring things we'd found in charity shops and bargain bins and poundlands and stuff and then we just basically revamped the whole show and it became cheap show because we thought you know there are so many shows out there that are like geek properties or they're about reviewing movies and things like that or there's or there's too many podcasts that are willing to poo on something just for the content and we thought well okay so it's austerity. We're living in austerity and all these uh, and this kind of thing. But we can't really make the show about that because that's fundamentally not the kind of comedy we make. But mm-hmm. we did want to just celebrate crap, basically. We wanted to actually <laughs> celebrate crap. So as a result of it, we've just found this interesting format where we can – we like instant noodles, cheap food. How can we improve that? Uh, off-brand against branded food. So your Rich Tea McVitie's biscuits, are they just as good as the – Tesco own brand and if so why aren't we buying those because they're cheaper or look I found this in a charity shop it's a book about Top of the Pops in 1976 let's go down the rabbit hole so the format allows us to almost do whatever we want every week so it's like it's got a format but it also allows us to do anything we want which is why some episodes are like quiz shows some episodes we fake being a tv station some episodes we do plays with all the characters we've accidentally created on the way it could be anything any week. So, you know, if you want to cross between Derek and Clive Bottom and That's Life, then that's probably the podcast for you. <laughs> I mean, that's how you sell a podcast right there. Um, By appealing to people who like Esker Ranson shows in the 1980s. Yeah, it's a great marketing tool. You had me at Top of the Pops 1976. Um, oh, that album, has, that, <laughs> that annual had so many shocking revelations, mostly about Dave Lee Travis. <laughs> The biggest revelation I've had during lockdown uh, is definitely doing these sort of things over Zoom and realizing um, how old I'm getting and how my beard, <laughs> how my beard is becoming Dave Lee Travis. Yeah, yeah you want to get away from that. I know, it's either I know. that or it goes full Noel Edmonds, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you've just explained that the, the, the concept of the podcast can sort of pinball, you know, from from here to there. If you was to direct a new listener to an episode to, to kind of get a really good sort of feel? Would you say go back to the beginning or is there a sort of episode that you'd be like, right, give this a whirl because this is the one that's going to give you a really good idea of what it's all about? Uh, it, 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 you know what? It's interesting. We've just done an episode that is both a kind of uh, very easy entry point to new listeners, but also at the same time, it's something that we discovered on the podcast a, a year or so ago that we've investigated for the past year. So if people wanted a general episode, I'd recommend, I think it's episode 114 called uh, Winky (laughs) because uh, it's a very long story, but I'm going to keep it as short as I can. Basically, we found a record in a vinyl shop and we do like vinyl records that we find in all kinds. And we find some weird and wonderful things. We found a French pop song from the 80s called Winky. Uh, I'm going to show you the picture right now. Okay, wonderful. I'm going to show you the vinyl. And it looks like a microchip, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks like a cool cover. I mean, I, I'm now going to say that I suggest that we put this video on the Pod Bible, uh, uh, the Pod Bible site, so people can see that as well. 
Well, I'm glad a coma here then, if that happens. Um, so we, we found it and we thought, what an interesting track that is. It's a bit cheesy, it's a bit 70s. And then we realised it had a trademark. To cut a very long story short, we found this story that involved fake toys from the 1980s, a six-month endurance competition on Sunset Strip, a French artist who lost his mind, uh, a pop video that never existed. We found all these things related to this one daft album. And so... Cut a long story short, last week for our fifth birthday, we did an episode all about the Winky story. It's three hours long. It involves interviews from people who lived in the 80s in LA who took part in this massively bizarre competition for a very disturbed, weird man who was called Dr. Winky and lived in San Francisco. So it's this epic story of... This, this, this toy, this event that you, no one knows about. And it all comes from this stupid little piece of vinyl that we've totally fallen in love with. It's, a, it's such a great story. And I'm surprised it's not been told before. Wonderful. I'm actually sad we had to tell it, to be fair, because <laughs> I feel like other people more talented than they would have told the story better, but we just fell in love with it. We found so many interesting characters who uh, got in touch with us after listening to the podcast, and it just became a massive rabbit hole. Fantastic. So, moving forwards, um, what, what's the plan for the podcast? Oh, I don't know, luring more people and try and take over the world. It seems it seems to be a world domination plot, but it's going to be a long road, we think. Um, we we know what we do is, is kind of off-putting at times, because even though the show is surreal and scatological at times, it's hearts in the right place. I've always said, like, it's a, it's a mucky podcast with a heart of gold. We try yeah. not to punch down, and we try and have fun and do a podcast that no one else is making. Yeah. So we have a great audience, and they help make fanzines and songs for us and merchandise and so all we want to do is grow and we've got live shows and we do twitch and we have youtube channels so we keep busy i think it's just for us we love doing the show so it's carry on regardless you know carry on hopefully people jump on board and if they do we apologize in advance wonderful where's the best place for people to find out all about what you do uh, well, we do have a website. It's thecheapshow.co.uk. But if you put Cheap Show into most search engines, you'll probably find us. Or a band in America called Cheap Show who are not happy with the association. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you very much for uh, letting me speak. Thank you. So there you go, Cheap Show fans, and indeed just podcast fans. I think that was a great conversation. And uh, Cheap Show fans, do us a favour. We know how amazing you are when it comes to promoting your show. How about you extend that to the old Pod Bible podcast and maybe uh, share this episode far and wide as well? That'd be excellent. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much for that. Another great conversation and another podcast that uh, is well worth your consideration. Uh, time for a break now, and then we will be back to talk about recommendations. We are back, and it is time for the first recommendation of the week, which is coming from Oz, who is one-fourth, one-quarter of the Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet team. Uh, You can go back and listen to episode 46 if you want to hear all about their podcast. Uh, But for now, Oz is back to recommend. Let's hear what he's been listening to. Okay, I'm joined by Oz from Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet. How are you, Oz? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And I should also say that Hannah and Alex are here. But we're hiding. (laughs) Mysteriously in the background. I'm going to focus on Oz because I would love you to recommend podcasts for our listeners. Do you have one? I do. So I would like to recommend uh, to everyone The Racist Sandwich. Okay. All right. What's that all about? So The Racist Sandwich is a podcast that looks at 
sort of the the intersection between food and race and culture and even um, class and gender. And it just brings together all these different aspects and has, I guess, it's really like nuanced uh, discussions around food. I really love it because, uh, first of all, it's uh, co-hosted by, you know, people of colour. They talk about food from different cultures in a way that is not... Um, exoticized is the only way I can describe it because mm. as someone who loves food like and I mean like obsessed with food I was always like really frustrated watching food programs or like listening to food stuff where some white person is talking about you know their love of travel and how they are so woke because they eat multicultural food whereas this podcast really just like delves into so many aspects of food because like, you know, food connects us in so many ways, like connects us to our histories. And a lot of that just gets ignored when it's just like uh, when people are just focusing on sort of exotic aspects of food that, in, that isn't Western, I guess. So for me, mm. I, I really, really love listening to it. And also, you know, the, the only way to hold my attention is talking about food, I guess. Yeah, well, that sounds fascinating. I just want to give the listeners a little uh, peek about what's going to say behind the curtain. But Oz, you say you love food. Before we started recording, Hannah and Alex and I were talking about the baking that we've done recently, and you're saying you haven't haven't done anything. It's because uh, I am currently in uh, the Pacific Northwest. It is very early in the morning, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I also ate. I, so I actually did make a lot of bread over the weekend, and I've eaten nothing. Amazing. I, I mean, nothing but bread all weekend, and it has been. Fantastic, but also uh, a little bit sickening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should say that's probably a bit unfair as well, suggesting that maybe you don't love food just because you haven't baked a cake today. I mean, yeah, um, that's the definition, so I guess. I should I just, take that back. I should cancel myself immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through now the list of episodes, and it seems that they pretty much all have guests. So is that a case of just bringing in somebody who is particularly knowledgeable about particular cuisine or something like that? Uh, so I think the way the podcast came about is these the two original co-hosts, they had met in Portland, which is another reason why I love this podcast, because it's set in Portland, or it used to be. And they had had this, they had not met before, and they happened to be at this event, and they were talking about how, like, how the food industry has so many problems with racism and sexism, and no one's really having those conversations, and they weren't seeing food being talk, talked about in this nuanced way. And so they started this podcast with not knowing anything about podcasting as well. And they became so successful just, just in the way they did it. And so, yeah, they originally would, I think in the very early episodes, it would just be them talking about stuff, but then it turned into uh, them bringing people in to talk about very specific aspects. And then the, the original co-host, they left. And then the producers who were producing the show took over as co-hosts and continued to do quite similar things. And they've done some really, really fun things. Like, and I say fun in like, uh, as in creative things, like uh, there's mm -hmm. one episode where they um, spoke to this guy in prison. There's a guy in prison in France who is cooking in his prison cell from stuff that he gets his like friends and family to smuggle to into the prison cell for him, including like this phone that he has in the prison cell. And during this episode, there is like he can hear the guards coming so he says to the host oh the guards coming i need to like be quiet whilst he's cooking with just like whatever he can get his hands on it was just so incredible you know and yeah but throughout the episode you can see you can really hear the passion that this guy who's in prison has for cooking and how he really that's all he wants to do with his life 
And so, yeah, that's like one of my favorite, favorite episodes uh, on this podcast. And yeah. Uh, they also did another one where they spoke to uh, this business in Portland that specifically uh, caters to uh, sex workers in Portland. So Portland is very sex positive. There's, it's known for having so many strip clubs. And there is this uh, lady who specifically makes food for sex workers because she's identified that um, they can't get access to healthy, nice, good food during the hours that they work. So she specifically caters to them based on their dietary requirements or based on their tastes also and uh, cooks food and takes it to their workplace. And I was like, this is such an incredible thing, you know? Mm, That's great. Yeah. Both of those episodes sound fascinating. I was going to ask you if you had any standout ones, but um, just reading the titles of of the ones I can see listed now, they all sound uh, pretty interesting. They they really, they have such great conversations around like, you know, inequity in food and like socioeconomic issues around food and like they did some really really great episodes as the pandemic started to break they they were still recording and I think they've gone on a break now because it's become like I don't know if it's become too difficult for them to record or they've also maybe focusing on their own projects but they have some really really good episodes that started as the pandemic was happening and into as it got worse and worse they kept recording remotely and there's some really really great episodes around coronavirus as well Great. Well, thank you for that. Obviously, I did say that Hannah and Alex were also here, so I should probably pull you guys in. Have Have you heard this podcast either of you? Yes, I've, I listened to a few episodes after Oz recommended it, actually, and I'm now thinking I need to go back and listen to more. But yeah, the few episodes I have listened to, I just I'd agree with everything Oz has said. It's just amazing to hear food and lots of food from different cultures talked about in that sort cool. of way. Um, so yeah, definitely second Oz's recommendation. Echo it. Okay. Alex, is this where you say it's terrible? No, um, I've listened it to echo Hannah's sentiment because Oz wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> like, like, oh, look, I'm going to Portland and that's where racist sandwiches, that's where it's from. You should listen to this. First of all, um, I don't sound like that at all. So. No, I, I, I know full well. I was going up like ten octaves just to just to mock you. All right, I do everything for a reason, Oz. Um, but I've listened to it, and it's actually really good. So I still stand by my mocking, but annoyingly, it's really good. Great. Okay. Well, there you go. Three recommendations for the price. Well, three rubber stamps on one recommendation. I don't know. You get the idea. I think it sounds like a great podcast. So thank you very much to Oz for that. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Was Racist Sandwich, another podcast that I had never heard of, um, uh, but I've since checked out, and it is very good, annoyingly good. Another one that, uh, that I need to catch up with uh, when it comes out. So, uh, yeah, thank you to Oz for that. Let's go to our final recommendation for the week now. It is with Reese James, the returning Reese James. I think Reese has been on three times before, so I think this is his, his farewell for the Pod Bible podcast. So let's see what his final recommendation for us is. Reese, could you recommend a podcast for our listeners, please? Sure. I recommend Off Camera with Sam Jones. What is it? What does it entail? Well, it's a classic interview format with big names, kind of what a podcast is or began as at least. But uh, Sam Jones Mm -hmm. is an American photographer who has shot 
like a bit, I think he's a big dog in the photography world. And so he shot all these huge stars. So he knows so many people. And so he has this show that I think originally was a TV show on American cable TV on like direct TV or something. And it's, so I originally came to it for seeing all these clips that would get, just get put on to social media of just these little clips. It's basically just him in a chair and someone else in a chair and it's black and white and it's shot beautifully because he's a photographer. And it's just him doing a really in-depth interview with big names. So like John Krasinski is a great episode. Courtney Cox, Ray Romano, Zach Galifianakis. They're probably my favorites. And there's a couple more, but it's all basically, I like the American comedian ones. Um, but he just, he's so, yeah. his research is second to none. So it's just a proper in-depth interview with people. And it's just comedy people not necessarily trying to be funny, but they're not talking about comedy sort of overly. So it's not that in-jokey, it's not that indulgent, but it's just an amazingly researched, calm man who really draws you in. And maybe he gets that from being a photographer that he's got to get something out of people. You know, he's got to find something in people. But because he's, so like mm. the Courtney Cox one, for example, they've known each other for years because he used to shoot the promo shots for friends. So he's got a great relationship with all these people. So they really trust him. So they really open right, up okay. him. It's not, it's not like a normal interview. That's why it's so in-depth, I think, because most of these people have done promo shots with this guy. You know, they've worked with him closely. So they've got an intimate relationship with him. And it's just really good. And the clips are really, it looks really nice if you want to watch it visually. I think it's now finished, that podcast. I think it did, it did like 13 seasons on TV. And then I think it got cancelled or something. Um, but there's like 300 episodes. So if you've not heard of it, there's such a huge back catalogue. And they're quite long. They're about an hour and a half, I think. But they're just really so fascinating. How, how does that work? How does that work? As you say, it's on TV as well. Is, is the mm. podcast literally the same as the TV show, obviously just, without the pictures? Or it's is just the audio. I think extras. it's just the audio. So as far as I'm aware, the TV okay. show isn't free. You have to either have that channel in America or you can go on the website and pay to watch the TV show version. But there's literally no point. Right. So if you want to just see what it looks like, there's clips of it that get posted on YouTube and stuff and Twitter on the guests, Twitter and stuff like that. But really, you just need the audio because they're not doing anything anyway. They're not showing anything. So, yeah, the audio is free. It's on all the normal podcast things. It's just really good in-depth chats. John Mulaney's got a great episode. The Bill Hader one was one of my favorites. It's so good. And there's loads of different people. Jack Black. But there's loads of non-comedy people as well. They're just the ones I listen to. But there's yeah. all sorts. The Courtney Cox one is actually great because they've clearly got a great relationship. And it's just fascinating because I've personally not really heard her interviewed much, certainly not in depth, only sort of junket type interviews. So yeah, exactly. And they sort of talk about shared experiences they've had. John Krasinski as well, I think, has worked closely with Sam Jones for ages. Also, Sam Jones is my brother's name. So, you know, I've got a close connection to this. <laughs> is that is that why, why you originally uh, downloaded it? Oh, it's one God. of those things where, where did my, my brother family, start a podcast. It's the sort of yeah, exactly yeah. It's the sort of thing my family would like share a screenshot of in a family WhatsApp group to go. Oh, whoa, you've moved on from your job, and then I was yeah. like, oh, I, I actually have heard of that. Oh, listen to that. Oh, this is actually great. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's another American one though. So it's another guy with a silky American voice, and he yeah, it's just really fascinating, well researched interviews with like properly big names. Brilliant. Great recommendation. Thank you very much, Reese. No problem. Thank you so much, Reese, And uh, thanks for all your contributions to the Pod Bible podcast. It's been great having you on. Reese, of course, from the Early Work podcast, which is another excellent show. Uh, that's it for this week. We will be back next week with episode 50, as we said. Um, if you want to go and have a look on our website, it's podbiblemag.com, where you can read our magazine. We actually have a new one coming out right at the start of 
August. Um, we will be putting that, of course, on the website as usual. You'll be able to read it, download it, order it as well, order a physical copy to your door. Um, we will also be doing our usual thing of distributing 40,000 copies of the magazine across the country uh, in England, Wales, Scotland and Ireland. Um, so go and grab a copy of the paper if you want to try and see if you're going to be lucky and uh, and get one of those issues that has the magazine in. But if you don't manage it, you can always download it, as I said, or order it to your door. We are also looking at other options when it comes to distribution. Obviously, we're not quite at the stage yet where I don't think anybody would be comfortable with us standing outside train stations and, and handing out magazines hand to hand. But things are opening up. Um, so we're we're looking at options there because we want to we want to see people and we want to get the magazine out as far and wide as possible um, but yeah new magazine coming out soon if you want to keep up to date with all this other stuff pod bible um, we are at pod bible on social media and again if you go to our website you can sign up for our newsletter and uh, we will send you out a email every week that has bonus recommendations and links to all sorts of good podcast related stuff uh, that's it for now. Um, I should tell you that this podcast yet again has been produced by the exceptionally talented Buddy Peace. Uh, but until next week, episode 50, the half century, it is goodbye from me. Have a good one.